0: Hey, all you sky, walk no, cloud striders, uh, this is Eric Code Blueberry. It's an unassuming destiny podcast. Lightfall is now upon us. My name is Chili Bin. Nerky. Uh, We are recording this literally the day after Lightfall came out. Uh, you and I have both completed the story. Um, we were
1: both up until 1am doing it.
0: 1am for me, <laughs> not as late for you. Daylight savings is dumb. Um, So fair, fairly decent spoiler warning for this episode. Um, We are going to talk about the story and Lightfall and everything we've seen. Uh, I took the day off work and probably played for like... Well, I started just after 6am. I didn't go to bed until 1. I didn't do much else. I'm going to say a conservative 16 hours. Um maybe less because I had to like you know go cook dinner and walk the dog. So like 14 hours, maybe. Um so we've seen a fair bit of it. Um so if you ha- if you're planning to play it, you care about spoilers, that sort of thing, put put a pin in this video, come back to it after you've uh seen some of that stuff for yourself. Um But other than that, uh now that we've got that out of the way. We're now in the spoiler zone. <laughs> Let's get to it. Um so we I don't even know where to begin with this. It's been a while since we've had Let's, that kind the of the two thing. two
1: pieces of content prior to launch. Which was the oh. music V doc, Yes. And then they announced the raid.
0: Yes. Um <laughs> the music the music video i think we touched we touched on like right at the end of the last episode of like
1: i said i wanted one and they gave it'd it be to so me so sick
0: we haven't seen behind <laughs> the scenes music stuff in a while and then it's like what six and a half minutes of them showing how they you know their recording process and how they do all this shit with the music and synths. and i got to see some cool instruments and equipment and it was just very neat
1: it was everything I wanted. Thank you, Bungie.
0: <laughs> yeah, <It> manifested that. <laughs> you sure did. Um Yeah, I can't remember anything that like jumped out at me that is that I'm remembering no, now. Probably because of whole,
1: yesterday. A whole bunch of very talented people making very beautiful meals.
0: Yeah, I think I think the thing I've remembered most probably more because like you know I work in software. I play music as well and like have a mind for process and things like that but the way that they described it of what they call the process striping where like they'll record a section of an orchestra at a time so like woodwinds brass strings
1: yeah so that
0: they can like basically dial cool. dial up or down different parts of the music in the game or like in response to game events or for cutscenes they'll use different yeah. parts of it and that's very cool
1: I thought that was really interesting where they're like, oh, typically you would expect to see a whole orchestra Record recording a song. We don't do it that way. No. And here's why. And I was like, that makes sense for what they do with music. Yeah. Yeah. Like when the tormentor grabs you, it all pulls away. Yes. When you're in, when you're in the, um, we'll get to it later, but when you're up in that section with Nimbus, mm. it's just a sick drum beat. Yeah everything else pulls away and it's just some dude going oh some human going fucking nuts on a drum kit i
0: love it but yeah like any kind of music production for video games is always really weird like watching the stuff about you know how Mick, mick gordon's music got used in doom where they're like they've got all the stems and they were like because it because you could be in a battle arena in doom as long as you want or need they like they'll pick sections of the track that they're able to loop. And then when a certain event happens, they branch into the next bit of the song or a different part of the song. And they've got similar Disney does that though. with
1: yeah. boss battle music, where it slowly builds the further you get through the, yeah. the phases.
0: Yeah. Um, so it was just very cool to see that. Um, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we, we got a, a tweet from you know the destiny the game account like what a few days before lightfall release of like here's an image with the new raid name and like kind of a i don't know setting of you know the classic big vista with the six guardians and silhouette down the bottom kind of image um i look i I tried to look closely at it what it seems like is there's that kind of darkness architecture style in the background, but there's like some other weird, like spirally shit in the foreground yeah, in front of it and around planets,
1: it. Kind of planty things.
0: Yeah. Like I think I, I put it in the notes, like it, it, it looked reminiscent of the tree of silver wings from season of arrivals. Like when that was growing and kind of, it's that weird metallic tendrily looking kind of stuff. Um, so I got no idea what's going on there um but maybe maybe there's also some additional kind of lore flavor bits that'll get dropped in the raid like we got with Val, the disciple right that's where we fleshed out a lot of like the witness and what a disciple is and kind of like a bit more of what the witness's deal is um
1: i want to make another mechie prediction oh, okay i think the boss might be Nazareth.
0: yeah okay um,
1: Might be jam jar.
0: Yeah, there. There are moments from the campaign uh, and the associated strike on Neptune that. I can I can see it, um, but we'll we'll get to that when we kind of work through the story yeah. here in a minute. Um, but yeah, the new raid drops what next weekend? So like the tenth, tenth, eleventh of March. Um, I'm. Busy that whole weekend, basically with a friend's wedding. Um So I'm, you know, I don't think I was going to commit to a day one attempt again. This, this we'll time. try week one. Yeah, like, we'll at least get the reward. <laughs> yeah, whatever the like ring or jacket situation is. That's usually like first week and a half, so it's not the reset it's right reset, after launch, yeah. It's like the one after, so you've got a full week and a half. So I want to try and get that done because um, that's that's at least like the tradition i guess around here of you know get whatever that that sweet sweet reward is um or at least get the option it's out to, of
1: frame but my dear yeah, jacket yeah, yeah. in the background at least
0: get the option to buy it and then look at how much shipping is going to sting me and then make some decisions um
1: sit on it until deadline
0: deadline yeah yeah <laughs> Panic buy. Well, I'm, in, I'm in that awkward spot now where like a lot of the bungee stores shipping timelines or shipping estimates rather are like in the three to six month range and like the the later part of that window is maybe when we're looking at moving house or like starting to look into that process. So um, just with like when our rental lease starts to starts to wind up. So I'm in that awkward spot of like, fuck, which address do I put down? Uh, I guess I'll put this because I've had to do address changes in the past with Bungie Store, and it's been fine. Um, but it's just a thing I'm going to have to start keeping track of of like where have I placed orders. Uh, what's the status like when are they likely to come through um that's always a pain in the ass of like having to send that message of like hey all these order numbers depending on how many things i've got waiting on um can you update all the addresses please
1: as someone who used to move every six to 12 months i learned the uh benefit of a parcel locker near my place of work
0: yeah yeah've I've thought about that in the past as well I mean like in past jobs I've just had shit sent to the office but I don't go into the office much anymore so it's not as yeah. useful uh, uh cool so that's all we know about the raid we've got date we've got name um the stuff did that- we
1: say the name
0: no we didn't it's uh if correct me if I've got this wrong root of nightmares uh, uh pretty, yes, pretty grim and twisted my so so a lot a lot of the times at least and this is common i think in a lot of destiny groups and clans is like you come up with shorthands for talking about hey let's get a group together for a nightfall or a raid so you might say hey who wants to do a cheeky dsc who wants to do Val? are Hog. we are we just going to be calling this one ron who wants a root who wants to do ron who, <laughs> oh that uh, i'd I think that's worse somehow. Like I I like at least we're being honest when we say who wants to do a route? Who wants who wants to get a root? I think I think yeah. that's probably the phrasing. Who wants to get a root?
1: Who wants to root? Who wants to
0: get a root in? Because it's <laughs> how like get a cheeky DSC in, get a raid in this week. I want to get a root in this week, you know? <laughs> always trying.
1: Who wants <laughs> to get a root in Saturday morning? <laughs> Like a married couple with kids, where you have to schedule it in. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> LFG, one coital partner. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> just oh, Destiny Online Dating. Oh, that'd be fun, actually.
0: <laughs> oh no, some like a lot of people just I've take it some way of the too names seriously. Around. Yeah, <laughs> that I too. see some of
1: the names around. Oof. I know, I know. There's some par, some people on par with the level of scuffed my brain
0: operates yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. God. Looking at you, Scrumbo. <laughs> scrumbo. I forgot about Scrumbo. I don't think we screenshot that guy. Oh my God, Scrumbo. <laughs> That's not even like a rude word, it doesn't mean anything. Just Shout scrumbo. out to the homie, Scrumbo. You and I were both at that point at least like eight to ten it's hours like... deep in our playtime and came across Scrumbo roaming around Neptune. It was just the funniest thing.
1: Billie Jean from Michael Jackson was another one that sent us. <laughs> Billie Jean
0: from MJ, yeah, just yeah, just jumping around doing shit.
1: Shout out to Bill Slingin' Pooh, by the <laughs> way. Too. It was just oh. we were at that we were at that time of night where like the only people who were still online Fucking were degenerate. unhinged enough to <laughs> name those names.
0: Yeah, and and this is one of the weird things that we've kind of found having some folks from other parts of the world in our in our server is like. You will find entire cohorts of names that are in like a North American server um that you just don't see here, but will get like very local references like like some red rooster meal deal just like is someone's name or like Bunning's references and
1: well, look, oh. Dad's two thousand and two court Toyota Corolla is one that I've seen around a lot lately. Yeah. Da not specifically Dad's two thousand
0: two <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um,
1: I'd have to make mine Hyundai Excel.
0: Yes. Hyundai Microsoft Excel.
1: That's another good one is when people name themselves after programs. <laughs> yeah. So you just get Microsoft Word is here.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, I, did, I did see someone, like, I think this was last week, saw someone who's, who had equipped the title Skellywag and was just also called Skellywag. So it just said Skellywag, Skellywag. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good.
1: I like the ones where it's like their name is Dredgen, but then they equip like Conqueror or something.
0: <laughs> oh, it was the other one I saw. It was like they had the title Descendant, but they had the name Ascendant.
1: Yeah. Ascendant
0: Descendant <laughs> is very good.
1: Uh, mm. never change, Destiny community. Never oh, change. well, for the most part, well, never change.
0: Yeah. Some aspects. Yes. Yeah, maybe change. A lot of people need to shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> now, talked about the. The, the stuff that came before yesterday, now we should talk about the stuff that came through yesterday. Uh, a hot new, cool. hot new expansion.
1: Before it actually officially launched and servers were still offline and I just sent you a message that said, be me, sit with menu open, vibe to the new opening track, get
0: emotional. Yeah, just on the like, Press enter to sign in or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just the title. It's <laughs> just as
1: lightful and they play the new iteration of like the hero's call to action. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm so excited.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, um, probably one of the smoothest launch experiences I've ever had. Um, yeah. I, Cause
1: I jumped on around 10 a.m. Australia time. Yeah. And you were on closer to launch than I was. Yeah.
0: So I was, so. I was up. I mean, I, I just woke up at six because I needed to pee. And then I was like, I might as well. I might as well just Destiny get into dime. it. Yeah. I was like, what am I going to go to sleep for like another hour or two? No, I don't think so. It's time to game. Um, so yeah, I was, I was on from about six, which for us is three hours after reset. Um, not a single issue. No queues. Um, basically, the entire time I was playing, I would get contacting Destiny 2 servers popping mm. up. But, like, there were no issues. It just, like, would pop up while I was doing stuff, and then nothing went wrong. And it was fine the whole day.
1: I like- had, when I first jumped on, I had the issue of, I tried to jump in, and it said the Destiny service were down very briefly. Right. So I just left it, came back in, could join. Mm. Um, other than that, I got calabrese in an activity once. Um, and I kind of knew it was coming because I was doing an activity and the AI wasn't responding to me being there and I'm like, yeah. it's about to crash. Yeah. Um, and then in one of the cutscenes, it froze and I had to restart and then go back and talk to someone and it ran normally. Right. But that could have very well been my computer, the freezing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, on the whole it seems like, you know, other than typical stuff you get at a season or an expansion reset of like, Hey, this weapon or this mod has been disabled. Like the Bungie help account's been putting that stuff out there. Um, it's been pretty good, it seems like, in terms of stability, at least.
1: Yeah, mild stuttering once again could be my PC though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Gotten had...
1: smashed with a couple of loading screens in the Amuno, mm. and I think that was literally just I had a full inc- I had a full instance, right, and I was zipping around the map on my Sparrow, and I think I just. Got ahead of myself a little bit, but yeah. it was
0: fine. Yeah, I, I found that if you do it right, you can get your sparrow into the Hall of Heroes. Um, but what <laughs> that means is if you're coming back on it out to the main Niemuna era, you just
1: launch yourself. No, no,
0: no, no, no. You hit the staircase right before you go out to where Nimbus is. This is all getting ahead of ourselves, but anyway. Um, and then you get you get the thing where you're like stuck loading, loading, loading. Okay, and there was a bit there where it took like a minute. <laughs> but okay. I was definitely moving through that space faster than they than I think their loading code probably expects you to be able to.
1: But then also it's been this is something extra here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. This isn't just a guardian. Yes. Mm. Yeah, so opening cutscene, holy shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it certainly like it had a lot of the elements from that launch trailer, but it kind of put them in well, the correct order and context, I guess. Um, Because there's a lot of things from that where we're like, this moment seems important, but they might just be editing it to make it confusing or seem different to what's actually happening. Um, Because, yeah, there were like lines from that trailer and a couple of shots that didn't show up until right at the end of the story.
1: Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, fuck. Where do we even start? It's putty in my brain. Yeah. It's neon putty in my brain.
0: Yeah. Um, basically it was what pyramid shot, like fully just being there. That's where you, we got the shot of the traveler kind of coming out of the ship into just open space and the beam, the wave going off and blowing up a bunch of ships. Um, um, that was where we thought Amanda, ha- Amanda holiday had died.
1: Amanda in the dog fight. Um, then the interesting thing, and I pointed this out now notes the traveler fires off that beam mm-hmm. and it's almost like the beam sought out the witness yeah it wasn't just firing blindly yeah, it to like protect itself across cut the front along of one of and then stopped at the witness um and then you get the imagery of the tree coming out
0: in the witness and then it kind of like just leaving. hovers out through this beam
1: <laughs> yeah traveling up the beam i was wrong it wasn't the Traveler's beam, that yeah. Charcuteried. It was just a flick of the <laughs> flick of a wrist.
0: Look uh, at the flick of the literally wrist. Literally
1: just yeah. moved moved its hand and blah
0: blah. yeah. Um,
1: goodbye, OG Titan. Yeah, and like yeah, right.
0: M- like like I like I think I said last time. You know, this is some of the f- the first sort of visions we're getting of the witness actively attacking and damaging and like being involved in conflict and like the devastation with minimal effort is some of the most uncomfortable shit of just like, it's just doing all this little like wavy sort of hand shit and shit is just blowing up and disintegrating. I and,
1: know so many people hate that, especially when it comes to fantasy and sci-fi where you get that enemy that just mm. is OP Yeah, where they do basically nothing to destroy a lot yeah. like you see you see it a lot in marvel movies where yeah. they're just like so op for no reason I, I, and it's that uphill hero's journey to get to that point
0: i think they've earned it it's, with the witness
1: yeah i was gonna say it's very cliche in a lot of situations but with the witness it's just the way they've formed this witness mm. in our minds it's like it felt like a payoff to see the witness yeah. actually be that powerful yeah. and just be like oh well, yeah, because even <laughs> even the way
0: the witness was revealed, Cheat. even the way the witness was revealed in Witch Queen, that was ominous in itself. Of just like look at the way they're moving and just being imposing and, and taking up space, but also the way that they take time with the movement and the words and the things that they're that they're doing. And they're it, it makes you kind of slow down. Very... and be like, I'm going to take you seriously.
1: Their, their movements are very calculated and precise and flowy, and mm. it's it almost gives me, in a way, like um, Hannibal, but like the mads Michelson yeah, Hannibal, yeah. where it's it's all thought out, mm. and they're very prim and proper and particular and restrained. So those tiny movements that they do do. Doo doo. <laughs> they those movements feel more impactful because it's like mm. everything has a reason. Yeah. Like the witness doesn't talk with their hands. <laughs> no. Me. Um like and the other NPCs, when they talk, they move their arms, they move their head. Yeah. Whereas quite often, like the witness will just have its hands like it yeah. gently in front of it, never down by its side, always. Mm. And I think that's that's really interesting—not only character design but movement design, because it just all of their movements and even their facial movements, because mm. they don't move their face when they talk. So when they do express something, it's like, oh,
0: oh, I'm going to listen. <laughs> Those big puss and boot eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the <laughs> the weird giant fucking eyebrow. Just
1: yeah, I didn't notice that until. <laughs> Like they did so a few up close-ups, yeah. and I was like, "Oh damn! Witness got just, witness got that caveman brow. Not, not
0: even plucking at this point. Just get a pair of clippers and just zzz straight through the middle. Just get a ga- get a gap going.
1: Got that Neolithic brow bone. <laughs> Ca-
0: caught a glimpse of some Neanderthals, fucking four thousand years ago. I was like, Yeah, that's my caveman, look. Caveman brow. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna look like that forever. <laughs> I want to see like childhood witness photos where like. They grew their hair out long because they were rebelling against their parents. Uh, (laughs) But they're still with the fucking. Because it it doesn't just go across. It goes like across. And then here at the temples, it goes like back over the skull.
1: The witness went through a goth phase. So now they're just like one of those elder goths. The
0: witness is still going through a goth phase. That's what I mean.
1: Like now they're an office goth.
0: Office goth. (laughs) They're basically wearing a leather trench coat. They're having a matrix phase.
1: They're they've got a day job now, so they still want to harken back to their goth roots, but they've got to wear office wear. You know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, because I'm kinda like that, just more like with the metalhead vibe than goth, but
1: yeah. Witness is an office office goth.
0: Confirmed. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet that later. Stolen valor, my joke. Uh, Edits,
1: edits, edits it out of the podcast
0: Yeah, yeah, this is mine now (laughs) Like, we recorded this this
1: conversation You're like, where? What context
0: prove it? You don't have the recording No, we didn't It's It's not in the podcast Watch it Yeah, you watch the whole thing Okay You
1: edit you edit it so you're telling the joke, but it's word by word.
0: I like the witness the f- <laughs>
1: is an office go.
0: No, after after we finish recording, I just record myself sitting here saying it, pretending like you're there, and then I just cut it in over me speaking. The lighting's now.
1: different; <laughs> yeah. it's quite obvious. Your clothes are different. Different.
0: <laughs> different. I've shaved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would actually be really funny. Um, no, not going to do that. So that's kind of the opening cutscene done yeah witness Um,
1: sees the veil via the traveler by the looks of it he gets like a vision touching it i
0: kind of want to based on later story stuff i want to go and watch that again just to just to see if like knowing what i know now if i catch anything else
1: um osiris kind of realizes and it's it's really beautifully done the way they do it because it's like there's so much happening. The pyramids are fighting the guardians and um, Terrans. Ter- ter- Terrans, yeah. Humans. Sol- Solians. I People don't know. People from
0: Earth. Terrans. Yeah.
1: Um, and there's so much chaos happening, but in the middle of it all, it's like this peaceful, almost quiet moment between the traveler and the witness. But there's so much weight on this single peaceful moment, mm. which I find really interesting. It's just there's – it's just – A figure floating up to an orb and touching it while all this death and chaos kind of reigns around it. And um, the characters in, so it's Mara, Ikora, Zavala, Osiris. Is that everyone in the film? I think so. Yeah. And even they are kind of frozen.
0: Mm.
1: Like you can see they're obviously panicking and they're trying to scramble.
0: (laughs) Like, that's, just that's your there. god, and this fucking idiot has just floated right up to it, and nothing has happened.
1: Yeah. Um, and then Osiris realizes what's going on, and you see him kind of connect the dots and be like, the veil. And then get in his ship. And then that's where we kind of get dropped in as guardians and active players.
0: Well, yeah, because we we like end up on the side of a ship, and we pull ourselves into it. Yeah, which is a cool way to start. Yeah, yeah, very... Action hero side. Very much setting that action movie tone in the first five minutes.
1: Yeah, so we ended up infiltrating one of the Cabal ships to track down Osiris. Yeah. Osiris is kind of acting a little bit unhinged, where he's just gone into this thing without a plan, (laughs) and he's frustrated with the Guardians and... um, there's a whole bunch of like really fun moments with Osiris of him kind of roasting the guardian, like yeah. keep up.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and,
1: um, and then the other people being like, Osiris, you're an idiot. And he's like, no, you don't understand. I think I know what's happening. Yeah. um, And then there's a really funny moment where he's in, in the drop pod.
0: Oh my god, and getting Ghost in the. Is like, getting are, in you,
1: a, are you going to. Right. But <laughs> Ghost being like, are you going to survive this? Is it dangerous? And then Osiris being like, I don't know. I guess what? And he just gets ripped out yeah. and he makes like a. Yeah. Noises that happens. And, and this, that sent me. This is
0: like. This is kind of the first of many kind of like almost fourth wall breaking tongue in cheek moments across the whole story where like we are now getting into the Cabal drop pod, the thing that has that has killed every guardian at some point um and then getting and just be like let's fucking go to neptune i guess and just like yeah. thunk, just gone
1: it's just that slapstick moment of osiris just being fired at halfway through a sentence yeah. it's just like
0: the front of the drop pod just appears you're like well i guess he's gone now <laughs> i yeah. guess i'll see him down there Bye. yeah
1: um so yeah we get slung into neptune via drop pod and neo-moon is kind of a little bit already chunked up and damaged in some parts as yeah. act, like they said active war zone well, i mean
0: callus fucking crashed his ship into it by the looks it's of
1: been. wreck it ralph <laughs> at got,
0: it, you know how like i forget what it's called but like you know a lot of old-timey sailing boats have the like the model the figure of a, a person on the front of it usually a woman it's basically that but he's beached it on a planet
1: it reminds me of the Sphinx with mm. the head and then the two arms. Yeah, but like it was a bit, the map makes like, it look like, like, like Wreck It
0: Ralph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the top down. Wreck It Ralph
1: fucking looking ass. <laughs> um, And then we get the voice lines, which we find out to be Nimbus and Rohan. Yes. But they're like, hey, yo, what the fuck are you doing here?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? What? Earth? Guardian. Oh, you're a
1: Guardian? Dope.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've heard about you basically, but what the fuck are you doing here? How did you find us? Yeah. Very cool.
1: Um, we kind of get to see them zip around and then we eventually get to actually meet them.
0: And they're just have it's to so say it, they're fucking huge. Like I, I it's so have like said <laughs> mentioned a couple places. They're they're basically like they're more than 10 feet tall, which and I have screenshots to prove it, means we are head height with their asshole. Um, Do with that information what you will.
1: As we learned last episode, Kayatel, Keitel, Keitel mm-hmm. depending on who you are, Joe, uh, is nine eleven. Lol. Yeah. I shouldn't lol. Um, big big lady. There's a joke in there. There's a joke in there. Oh, no. And I went to call, I can bind their name in my head and nearly called them Rhombus. <laughs> Rohan and Nimbus. Nohan. Nohan, Rhombus. <laughs> like Rhombus. Um, they're both, they both tower over Kyle. Yeah. Which is
0: wild. I think the funniest thing is like, I took a screenshot at one point of Osiris standing next to one of them and it's like just literally twice as big.
1: Yeah. And we're a smidge shorter than Osiris. Like when my character walks up to Osiris, they're looking up slightly. So,
0: whoa. Yeah.
1: I'm going to see Zavi next to one. I know.
0: Um. Um, Just give me one sec. The dog is barking and I need to
1: see what he big.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The big, the big one. All the
1: steppy. Well, they,
0: they mostly do the fly through the air on a sick metal skateboard.
1: Just a blade. God.
0: Well, yeah, the, the multifunctional sky blade. I don't know what the fuck. did they refer to that thing by any kind of proper noun at any I point? I can't
1: remember, but I, I, it'll probably be in a war entry somewhere.
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure I remember them calling it something. But I, but it's like they do it maybe once or twice.
1: Yeah. I, so I don't know. They're, they're big. Mm. Um
0: and they, they just look sick. Like they there's look a lot of so there's cool. a lot of like
1: like Cydonetic. body mods and
0: augments, and it's just like half of their arm might just be fucking chrome and it's all shiny and it just but it also looks like it's integrated with their flesh as opposed to some You know, some games with that kind of character would be like, oh, from the elbow down and it looks like a thing they've just bolted on in a character editor. This is like, no, this is built to be part of their whole shit.
1: And Nimbus had silver eyebrows, which I can appreciate.
0: Mm. Yeah, I wish I could pull that off. That's a, both of them, hell of a look.
1: Bits. And you realize Nimbus has been kicking ass in heels in a corset. Oh, You're yeah. just like, I appreciate them. Yeah. I appreciate
0: them. Very good Committed stuff. to the drip. Yeah.
1: Uh, They're so cool. Yeah. And the voice modulation on yeah. their characters adds such I, a I layer of, like,
0: I didn't pick it up personality, initially. Personality to them. But there's, like, at least with Nimbus, I don't, I don't know if I caught it with Ro, Rohan, but, like, when when Nimbus is speaking behind their voice is what sounds like synth chords, kind of like a vocoder set up. And like, you can hear the note of their voice, but there's like other notes behind it in a synthy kind of tone. I'm like, that that's very cool. And like, it's pretty subtle, but once you notice it, you're like, Oh, there it is. There it is. Okay. Yeah. It's still going, but it's like the, the intonation and the vari- the variation of pitch doesn't line up with their actual speech. And that's really interesting. It's not just, like, turning their voice into a song. It's like, no, there's just some other stuff happening behind it. It's very cool. because it, It's it, super cool. I feel like if they'd gone, this is the melody of what they're saying. We're going to put the appropriate chords for those notes under it. That would have actually probably just been annoying as shit. Because it's like, well, now they sound like a Disney character. And we don't need that. This isn't a musical. Yeah. Just make them sound Which cool. is
1: like... This this kind of sounds like their cyber, cybernetic mods mm. are modulating their voice yeah. in a way that isn't quite, like it's Uncanny Valley in a couple of different ways where yeah. you're like, it's a human voice, but there's other things going on there that yeah. catch your
0: attention. If, if this was like a post-apocalyptic, like cyberpunk kind of style game, you could see this being like, well, they lost their vocal cords and replaced it with some kind of like Casio keyboard situation. And they just slapped some electronics in there, wired it all up, and that's how it sounds. It'd be something like that.
1: That's great. It is very good. They're so good. cool. It is very good. They're so cool.
0: Um, the, the literal next note here from you is just cups, swords, and dogs. Oh, my. Yeah. And I know exactly the moment that you're talking about.
1: Uh, so part of, just to backtrack a little bit, part of the, cause I didn't unspoiler anything you sent because right. I knew you're a few missions ahead of yeah. me. So I was worried that that was like cloud Strider lore that I was about <laughs> to accidentally ruin for myself. So I didn't open
0: it. No, I was just saying, um, they're fucking, they're so big. <laughs> they're so dope.
1: Um, I was doing the first mission when you're trying to catch up with Osiris and part of the mechanics of that mission is cups, swords, and dogs.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I
1: thought, and and you're on a callous ship, and I thought that was really cool. It was yeah. like, hey, remember Leviathan? Fuck you, you're not getting it back. Yeah, but
0: also like <laughs> they brought they brought those symbols back in duality as well, and we had to do, had yeah. to get them there. Um, this was more but like a for it to be the doors with these symbols. Yeah. Situation.
1: But yeah, just hey, remember Leviathan? Still not fucking bringing it back, yeah, Cal- fuck you.
0: Cal still loves symbols. You can take these from his cold dead hands.
1: <laughs> I just thought that was super interesting. Um also, first time meeting a tormentor.
0: Yeah. Uh, and this is this is the first time that, this is the first time I'm going to bring up the fact that I played this through the whole campaign yesterday on legendary solo. And let me tell you for free that torment that first torment of fight or even the first encounter with one because the first time you encounter one you just have to run away that first time on legendary is one of the scariest things i think i've experienced in a while because like i know they're going to be big they're essentially the brig or the um wyvern of, of this of this uh this expansion and what we've seen of them i'm like This doesn't look fun at all. And then when it appears and I'm shooting it and it's just like immune, immune, immune. I'm like, well, this, this can't be good. Um, I'm not. It sucks. Yeah. Like I'm I'm at level for this. And then I was like, and then I listened to the voice lines and stuff. I was like, oh, what I'm supposed to do here is just run away. Um, I got to (laughs) go. Yeah. But yeah. when, When I had to actually fight one for real, not long after that, boy, was that stressful. But we'll get to that because I think that's a little ahead of us where we are now. It's about the same. Is
1: it we, we jumped a little bit ahead in going down to Mars. We didn't oh Mars, Neptune. Yeah. We didn't really speak about the actual key beats in the mission that set mm, us up. Mm, yeah. Um Tormentor's one of them. You run away from that and then you end up in a fight with one of them and you learn how to defeat them.
0: Yeah. Um, um so I had a Yeah, there's I was just uh, gonna say I
1: had a moment. Woo! You go. <laughs> Uh, i had a moment where i jumped up on one of the platforms and i was like haha i'm safe up here and then it jumped up and i was like, I did, <laughs> I, I, did the, like
0: I did the same thing always i make where i'm like the same thing um <laughs> but yeah the, the thing that i don't think i realized this until at least two-thirds into the campaign um like rolk in the vow of the disciple boss fight because they're essentially made of the same shit um there are like glowing kind of yellowy goldy bits of their body that you sh- if you pile enough damage into the tormentor that will essentially like stun them and get them into a more damageable state because um, i was running a lot of titan solar throwing hammers and before you do that they just go right through And I don't know if that's a bug, but it definitely happened. uh, And it was pretty tough because that was most of my damage output was that fucking throwing (laughs) hammer. Swear to God. Um, But yeah, I I was just like brute forcing every Tormentor fight until I realized that. So I'd be like, just super xenophase, just throw everything at it. And like, thankfully, what used to be called blinding grenades and now uh, disorienting grenades, those work on tormentors not the like named super tormentors that we will talk about in a bit um but like just the Ugh. regular run-of-the-mill tormentors you can disorient them and that gives you a lot yeah. That gives you a lot of time to think when you're on legendary by yourself and you need it yeah they're 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 a rough time
1: yeah fucking scary yeah Especially like when you're running around and you see like the orange like ribbons, you're like,
0: Ugh! yeah. And it's well, also because there's some enemies that like were dropping little, little like bombs or mines essentially that you could shoot to explode, but they were like the same look. And you're like, fuck, is that going to be another tormentor coming in here? What are we doing?
1: Yeah, like, um, the scorn have those things that immune them or protect them, mm. and, and it looks turrets. like. Yeah, the yeah. Shadow Legion now have their own equivalent of that where it drops like a darkness spike and that it's puts a, them in an a, immune well, it's, or it's like a, a low damage state. It's
0: it's in a It
1: looks like it's in a coffin well, and then it pops.
0: Yeah, but there's, there's like a gold like a light gold bubble around it and that's what that's showing you is like what's going to be hurt by it when you blow it up.
1: Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. I like blowing them up. And
0: they're good in some of the later fights, they're actually like surprisingly effective as weapons when you learn how to like kite something into it and you're like, bam, explosion.
1: Ha ha, undone by your own protection. Your
0: own dumb shit. Um, Anyway,
1: so you do all that. You meet a Tormentor, you beat a Tormentor, you meet another Tormentor, beat that Tormentor. And then it's into the drop pods, and then down to Neptune.
0: Yeah.
1: We've met Nimbus and Rohan. Um, and then either shortly after that or on our way to meet them, we get our first encounter with Strand.
0: Yes. yes. Which is very interesting. Yes. Oh, we're
1: on our way to rescue Osiris when we get the Strand.
0: Yeah, because his drop pod landed somewhere else. God knows how you aim yeah. one of those things. <laughs> just on the end of a joystick, just like, fuck, this thing's so unwieldy. How do I shoot this?
1: Oh, uh, it's like an Zorb. Where
0: you've got to like, oh yeah, those <laughs> things are crazy. <laughs> you just inside um, of it bouncing down a hill, just like, fuck. Oh <laughs> yes.
1: Um, yeah. So that's interesting. Where you encounter that and it kind of spins Ghost out a little bit. Ghost is like, hey yo, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I don't. Whatever this is, I don't think I like it. Yeah, it doesn't feel like darkness, but it also doesn't feel like light. Yeah, it's. You're like, wait, hmm?
0: but 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 somehow you're able to do things with it,
1: and you fuck around with it a little bit, and then it uh, puts you in an exhausted state, yes. which is something I don't remember ever seeing in Destiny applied to a guardian no, like,
0: before. Not as a status, but in We've terms been of been slowed well, and stuff. But you remember, like. Uh, when you're doing DSC after you do the crash right before the boss fight, you're basically in that state. In well, we that, you kind of lock ourselves into yeah, a scary limp. So funny. Um, but yeah, you, you kind of just like it goes to third person, you've got like a suppression effect on you, and you're just kind of like hobbling for a bit. Um, and that's kind of you going like I think the way it's, they explain it is like strand is an immense amount of power that you have just just fucking put your mouth under the fire hose and you're just like, let's go. And then your body's like, hey, I might need to be sick for a minute.
1: Yeah, so Guardians much. kind of hobble around like that. they got a tummy ache. Yeah. <laughs> they like you clutch st-
0: Yeah, you can still move and they're just like, mm, like, like <laughs> it's a walking dead out here. Uh,
1: which is interesting. Um, how did Strand feel for you as a Titan?
0: Um, well, classic Titan shit, punch everything. Um the, the barricade, when you throw one up, it sends out a little wave that I think suspends enemies. um I think that's what that does. But anyway, the the, the grapple is incredibly fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, so you playing as a warlock, when you do a grapple, you have the, the ability to melee at the end of it, right? You yes. Get it as well? yes. Cool.
1: So you queue in to see.
0: Yeah. So, the melee outside of a grapple context is basically the same thing for a titan. What your melee, I think, is something different. We
1: throw out like a little dart, it's yeah. a long distance melee, yeah. and you can. So, the dart hits the enemy, and then the enemy's glowing with strand. And if you break that enemy, it drops one of those orbs. Yeah. Can drop. It's not guaranteed, is, but I also haven't it, put any aspects on. So
0: well, the, the the one. So when you're doing it through the campaign, it basically is operating like you've got aspects and shit applied. Yeah. So when 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 I eventually unlocked it fully, all of the stuff I had been doing with it in the campaign was tied to aspects and fragments I got straight away. Um. Okay, but so do you get one or two charges of melee?
1: Uh two charges. yeah,
0: same. um but yeah, the, the the Titan melee is very similar to the thing you get at the end of a um, grapple swing. Um, you just get to do it two more times. Uh, and that that's kind of fun because but it also it's got a bit of a sweep to it. so you can hit maybe three, four enemies if they're kind of bunched up. And even on the legendary campaign, it was basically one shotting like scions and and even like, standard run-of-the-mill um what are the big boys called not the phalanxes but like that that size cabal without the shield oh the-
1: yeah like the shadow legion yeah just like a commander or something like, like, like the regular
0: that, yeah. dudes um yeah the titan melee would basically one shot all of them and i'm not sure what the conditions are for that generating one of the tangle orbs but it's i think it's on multi kills or it might just be on getting a kill with a charged melee. I'm not sure. I'd have to go and actually look at it now that I've got it fully unlocked and I can look at all the fragments and shit. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I also spent a lot of time doing the thing from the trailer, which is grabbing the tangle, throwing it and then grappling to it, flying through the air, landing a melee on the other end of it, getting another two melees off once I land on everything else. And just like, just whipping around, chaining all this shit together. Um, because the, the other thing that I think is really great about this campaign, and I think what I hope is that it's not just a like release week thing, it's just like how it always plays. Whenever you pick up strand in the campaign like that, you also are in strand empowered state, um, which is like on Europa. If you go to that part of the map where you've got stasis. Um, stasis empowered or stasis it's essentially like increased ability regen increased super regen um but with this with the uh the strand version it's just like hey did you just use your grapple cool you've basically got it back already yeah um so you can just throw it out there and just go nuts um which is actually super sick because also it's really really powerful shit um, it and we'll get to this later it basically got me through the boss fight when I was doing it on, on Legendary <laughs> it was the thing that saved my ass just being able to like I'm in danger, grapple, I'm out of here
1: I like how differently our brains are where your brain went I wonder how I can chain this together like to utilities? kill enemies yeah. and my brain went can I grapple to my friend?
0: and the answer is yes Um <laughs> In, and i will do it yeah, over so, and over again so many ways you are a sicko
1: <laughs> just a big freak with
0: a little green freak <laughs>
1: um yeah i actually really love grapple i cannot wait to grief
0: yeah <laughs> so so like for 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 some additional context viewers um i like i said i started my like solo legendary campaign run at six ish in the morning I think I've finished, I kind of wrapped up everything by about 5.30 p.m. You know, obviously I took breaks for lunch and some other stuff. And there were parts of it where you had to level to be able to do the next mission. And that in itself was annoying that we're still having to do that. But whatever, we're here. Um, And then, yeah, 5.30, went and like just quit the game, walked the dog, did dinner. Um, Then I I, I got back on that night. And I think you were maybe halfway through the campaign by that point. Um,
1: it took me longer because me being me, pigeon brain, I got yeah. distracted.
0: Yeah, and by
1: near Muna. And,
0: yeah. and then I think other shit. I, I joined you at and one then point I went and
1: did EDZ shit randomly and came yeah. back to the campaign. You told me
0: like, "Hey, I'm a bit stuck. I'm lost. Whatever." And again, we're, we're not up to that part of the story yet. We'll get to that and we'll explain why this is funny. Um, I joined you. At that point, you're about halfway through the story. And then I finished it with you just on regular difficulty. And that's why I was up until one in the morning. Um, But like that entire time I spent with you doing it, you know, we were running around doing patrols because we had to for leveling or whatever. um, And any time I was running anywhere, there was like a 70% chance that you were behind me tethering onto my back with stone. (laughs) Just... I'm just like jumping up a ledge and you're just like, take me with you, please. I don't want to jump.
1: There's a few times where you had been climbing and you just hear, I'm coming to. And
0: then a few times that killed you.
1: (laughs) But me just barreling towards you. You turn around and you just see me.
0: (laughs) Just like just pulling you in because that's all it does. It just pulls you towards the thing. And if you're falling, you get a bit of a swing and...
1: Or like yeah. you'd be grappled onto like a grapple point and I'd be
0: <laughs> like some fucked
1: George of the jungle.
0: Yeah. And the funniest part was like when I, I would obviously make whatever jump or, or ledge I was trying to hit, but you, because you're behind me by a grapple length, you don't get that height. So you don't make the jump. So you don't, you don't clamber. You just fall away and die. <laughs>
1: Or I was coming in from the side and you would land <laughs> your you just, jump, but my momentum would keep going, throwing me off the map.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we're so we're here to we to tell you that Strand is sick as hell and you should do it's some dumb stuff with it.
1: Silly fun.
0: Yeah. It's silly, silly fun. Yeah, it's it's like it it was initially felt a little unwieldy because I have grenade bound to clicking my mouse wheel because I like to have as much of my ability stuff on the mouse, so I can do that all with one hand. I've got thumb buttons and whatever, so that my left hand is just concerned with movement and I don't have to like reach for too many keys outside of that. Um, so yeah, it was like a little odd because I also have some stuff bound for melee on like pushing the mouse wheel left or right. So sometimes I would go to do a, a grapple and accidentally just do a big melee swing. I'm like, well, that's not what I was trying to do at all. Thank you. <laughs>
1: I'm used to, uh, and you saw me do it a few times, I'm used to using at the moment Void. Yep. So I would go to throw a grenade and grapple to uh, the yeah. boss and I'd be like, Ugh!
0: Not <laughs> you'd right. see
1: me run the fuck out of there. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Like, I, super for Warlock is fun too. Yeah. I've I i like, I've seen some people say like, oh, I wish it wasn't on grenade. I wish it didn't replace your grenade. Um, the thing is there are other strand grenade options. I think you get three of which one is the grapple, um, at least with the first wave of, of stuff. There might be more later, but um, I get why they've done that because the ability to grapple to literally any point in space... Because like if there's no node for you to grapple onto, you can just do it.
1: It'll go a certain distance yeah. and pull you forward, like, yeah.
0: That is incredibly powerful and possibly game-breaking, depending on where you do that. So yeah. I get that it's not just a thing you can do willy-nilly. But hey, if you want to, might I recommend Armamentarium, a Titan chest exotic that gives you an additional grenade charge. Or Heart of Most Light, a Titan chest exotic which gives you increased ability regen for the one that you didn't just use. There's options.
1: Yeah. I haven't There's confirmed that those work that reason. way,
0: but it seems like it should. Cause it's a grenade.
1: It's yeah, it's, it's going to have its flexibility, but at the same time, it's like the, a lot of the time, well, I know at least for the warlock, the, um, melee almost functions as a grenade. Hmm
0: yeah you're flicking something out of your hands it's hand. a long
1: distance it's like a cooney needle like you just fling it and it hits the target and then eventually
0: you can't say that it's 2023 oh no <laughs> it's a what needle
1: oh no <laughs> yeah it's yeah and then as a warlock i get my little
0: my little friends oh my god so i hadn't seen these cuz they, they show up in the trailer for like a very brief period but then when we were playing together and you were just flinging them out there. And the way that they fucking move and just slide they're through the ground. They're a lot more
1: menacing in game, yeah. hey? They're like, they They're oddly menacing. They were kind of like following you. And then they return you. to yeah, the retu- warlock. Yeah,
0: when they're returning to you, God, it's so fucking Gross. <laughs>
1: It doesn't help that you have me goblin laughing in the background, like calling just turn- them my little freaks. So you're,
0: you're laughing, saying that. I turn around, and I'm like, no, that you're right. That doesn't look good at all.
1: <laughs> They're, like,
0: coming to me, yeah. crawling up my legs. Oh. I'm
1: like, hey, my friends. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm kind of excited to, like, fuck around with Strand a little bit more. Like, I mean, to be fair, I probably should also go back and look at Stasis again, because, like, I did it initially with Beyond Light, and I never really went back to it, because it's just not the way that stasis on a titan functions it's not exactly how i like to play anymore um but strand i feel like with the amount of mobility it gives you i i might be able to to build something there that's kind yeah. of fun and goofy i'm
1: excited to fuck with those exotics and start they're, they're, unlocking oh, the um
0: the titan strand super god you feel like a, a fucking truck like that the amount of damage those swings do great love it but how aggressive the tracking is on hitting something if there's anything kind of within a i don't know 30 to 45 degree arc in front of you you're probably going to track to it and you're probably going to disintegrate it
1: it looks massive watching you do it as well it looks terrifying like
0: the the thing we spoke about that they they talked about in the dev insight video um the alt fire which essentially you flick them up and it sends a like two waves of energy out in front of you, and if it hits something, it suspends them in the air. That's and actually I grapple to them. <laughs> that was actually really, really clutch for like just crowd control. Like I'm hitting a couple of things because they're up close. I see those guys over there. That's a giant cabal shooting me with a rocket launcher. I'm gonna flick him up in the air, and then I'm gonna go get him. And yeah. it's so effective, so good. Ah. Oh. All right. That's strength. That's the, that's the strand. The strand. <laughs> and quick diversion. Um, speaking of quick diversions, you've actually used the Virglass curve, the uh, stasis. Yeah. Exotic bow Off the season pass. I haven't even pulled it yet. Tell me about it.
1: Uh, it's essentially a stasis bow.
0: Great. Love that.
1: Um, as established. Um. It has a, this is just from memory, it has a altered, like an intrinsic stick, like perk thingy. You know how they all get their special perk mm-hmm. um, called Hail Barrage. And basically what that is, is you'll get like a little Hail Barrage. And then I think you can get two of them mm-hmm. on the side. And basically what that is, is it's a, a quiver. Is it the quiver, the thing that you shoot? Yeah.
0: Well, quiver's the thing um, you, you get- pull arrows from to then shoot.
1: Well, an arrow, yeah. Um, if they land, they pop a stasis crystal, or they can freeze an enemy if you land it on it. In. Right. So you can basically lay into an enemy, see that hail barrage crop up, plant stasis crystal, pop it, kill the enemy, or alternatively freeze a bunch of closely grouped okay. up enemies
0: okay
1: it's a lot of it has a tiny learning curve like once you get used to it and you get used
0: to the beat like the pattern yeah, of it it's kind of reminding me of it
1: can be really good for ad clear
0: it's it, like what you've described it reminds me of tiku's divination a bit where like a little bit yeah, where got it's a, got a bit of a learning curve yeah you've got a hit you've got like what hip fire the first shot and then aim fire the the next one to actually make it explode
1: Yeah, or even Trinity Ghoul where you have to get used to its-
0: Well, Trinity Ghouls just get a kill first and then the next shot, arc explosion.
1: Yeah, it's it's all about getting used to the, I guess, the pattern or the beat or the rotation of using it. And then once you're comfortable with that, you can actually pretty effectively- I haven't used it for like boss- I haven't tested it in a boss fight situation yet- Yeah, but in terms of,
0: I don't think I'd use a bow against a boss to be honest.
1: In in terms of close-up squishy enemies, it's actually very good at like Mm. the way that Vex cluster up. Yeah, you can clear out Vex pretty quickly.
0: Fanatics and goblins and shit—they're just like
1: yeah. You can you can use it to slow Cabal pretty pretty effectively as well. Those stasis crystals will slow them or freeze them, like it's once you get the pattern of it you start to see how it could be effective and it's pretty effective for ad clear just in the way that i play some people might hate it some people might love it but with the way that i play once i figured out what it did Mm. because you read it's like most exotics you read the description you go oh yeah and it's not until you actively use it and see that perk in motion that you're like oh that's how that works yeah it was like um revision zero for me i didn't get it and then when i figured it oh, out do, i was like oh shit t- this thing you, whips you
0: turn on that sniper mode you're like oh there there it is that's actually sick. there it is yeah. that's why i want to use it yeah I, th- I think that that's the thing for me like some exotics i read the description of what they do i'm like yeah immediately i know i'm gonna love this but i have fired every exotic weapon once at some point uh just just to, like you know see the loop see how it feels um and the ones that i enjoy I keep using, but there have been some I've gone back to much later. Like Graviton Lance is a great example of this. I, when I first used it, I wasn't like running a lot of void. I wasn't running a lot of pulse rifles or, or no, if I was, I was running bad juju. Like that was my main exotic weapon for a long time. Um, and then, you know, void 3.0 came around. And I was like, okay, what are my void exotic weapon options? And then I discovered Graviton Lance and I am now a huge fan of that gun. It's so much fun. Um, And there's been a few like that, like Polaris Lance is another case where like I needed a solar scout and that is one, but also it's got a cool perk that makes shit explode if you do it right. Um, So yeah, I will fire every gun at some point and some of them I come back to. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Okay. Where are we up to? We've kind of. I'm trying to think. So like, I don't. I don't know if I want to like just literally describe the entire campaign. Um. Yeah,
1: I think we should leave some stuff up for people. Yeah. But
0: um. But the, but yeah. So that, that we meet Strider's mission in a bit. Is is pretty. Pretty cool. neat. It's a lot of cool uh, reveals. Um. And
1: then. We get some interesting lore, which I don't know if you want to talk about, but just with the way that Neo muna functions, I thought
0: was super interesting. Yeah. This is the, the cloud arc stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think that's a nice twist yeah. to, like, why is this city empty? And mm. it's like, oh, it's because they're projections, essentially.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was that, like, that, that, that is a really that's...
1: good way to handle the why is the city empty instead of just doing instead the
0: populating oh, it. Oh,
1: well. Or 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 the cabal turned up, so we evacuated everyone.
0: Yeah, like or, that. Old or, we do, or doing the bloodborne thing, where everyone is just inside.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's scary outside. I, like, I, I don't mean, have my smudge stick with to, me. To
0: be fair, it is scary outside. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so the cloud arc is described at one point as essentially like a virtual place that their their consciousnesses 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 uh you know their brains Consciousness. No. <laughs> yeah like they essentially upload themselves to the cloud arc um and is so does that mean like you know when you go and stand next to nimbus there's like those floating kind of yellow yeah those yellow like things with the different people?
1: glowing hearts they're the projections yeah. okay
0: okay cool like, I, I kept seeing those around. I'm like, is this some kind of like collectible I haven't discovered yet that I'm gonna need to put ghosts. something here? No, that's that's just the people of the city, digital ghosts. Cool. Um, but yeah, so I, d- I don't know how long ago that happened, I, I'm sure it was explained in the law somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty, it's a pretty cool idea. On first blush, I was like. Oh, sick you've described them what people think the metaverse is um but it's it's not hey put on a vr helmet and do a kind of like uh second life experience where you're just there but you still have a body and a life to lead um this is just fully they don't have bodies right they're just in the, the thing they cloud
1: the Cloud Striders' uh, job is to pr- protect the bodies. So the way right. they described it is everyone, when their conscious is hooked to the cloud arc, I think they're actually in the cloud arc too, Yeah. the bodies. They're asleep. Yeah. Um. So part of that is is also the Cloud Striders' job is to protect the people of the city. So they are actively taking themselves out of this virtual reality or out of this AI state, altered state, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And being cybernetically enhanced and having their life cut real short.
0: Yeah. Cause their bodies are running hot from all that extra shit they put in there.
1: Yeah. To protect the physical bodies of the people of the, the near Mooney is that called, yes. which I
0: think is really cute. The people called like the Yeah. The Neo Yes. Um,
1: yeah. So that's the primary function of the cloud striders is to just spend a decade of their existence protecting the Neo Mooney and protecting the cloud arc. And then by extension, the, the veil. Yes. Because as we discovered without getting too far ahead of it, the cloud arc is reliant on the power from the veil.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In ways that I still don't fully understand, but,
1: but we will find out, I suppose.
0: I'm hoping to, um, but yeah, it's just, it's such, it's, It's so it's hmm. the city itself just looks like a city. It looks like a classic destiny city, except way more futuristic and kind of shiny and bright. But then like part of my brain is like, well, why did they build all of this if people are living virtually? And I'm guessing at some point they built all this shit and then that happened.
1: Yeah. There's probably a calamity, not a calamity, but something that made them make that decision and decide that was the best existence for the people of near
0: There's one law book that I kind of want to go back and actually properly read that you unlock as you work your way through the campaign, and I think that is kind of describing that transition based on the little I kind of glanced over it. Um, It it sounded like, again, like Beyond Light with the Incredibly Sad Child story, um, it sounds like from the perspective of a child or, or some kind of young person of like, this doesn't make sense to me. I'm talking to friends. I'm talking to adults. What is happening? We're going through this transition. Um, don't quote me on that. I haven't read the full law book. I intend to because um, it, it seems very interesting. It's just not something I had time to like sit down and properly read yesterday.
1: Yeah, I also like doing that thing where I actually like getting the full law book and then I'll commit then like 35, it. 45 minutes reading it while yeah. I'm eating dinner or something. Yeah. I quite often, if you see me in destiny and I'm eating dinner, I'm actually sitting there
0: reading law, like law that I've unlocked. Yeah. Or um, yeah. the only time I even, the only time I didn't do listening that was, to was audio books of the law. <laughs> yeah. The, um, the penguins on Europa, those I read every time I unlocked one. Cause I was like, I read the first one. And I was like, fuck, I need to know what happens next. As soon as yeah, I can.
1: Yeah. and. You and Alex made me do the Penguin's Quest while I was in yep. a video call with you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then I got the final Penguin, and I think I was sitting in silence reading it, and I th- I think it was either you or Alex were like, Did you finish reading it, Mekki? And I think you just heard me go, fuck you guys. Like, I was crying. I think I was like, you fucking knew. Yeah. Like, I was crying.
0: Yeah.
1: I think you guys heard me sniffling, <laughs> like... You done yet, Mac? Yeah. Like,
0: fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: going home. <laughs>
0: uh, um, actually, speaking of emotional moments out of nowhere, um, at one point I think it's like when they kind of introduce the season quest line storyline. You go back to the EDZ to the farm, and seeing the farm.
1: Farm is back, the farm is back, the farm is back. The farm
0: is back, but also it looks like it's been bombed. And going in, like loading into that location and just immediately seeing these buildings that I once upon a time in Destiny 2 spent a lot of time looking at just completely destroyed essentially like hit me for a moment. Whereas like, you know, initial D2, you know, Red War, you're in the farm to start with and you go back to the farm a whole bunch and that's kind of like where you are for a lot of that time. And then you go back, there's like a couple times we've gone back there for various things, but um, yeah, seeing that as like a very tangible like war effect was surprisingly affecting for me. And seeing all all those people like lying on like you know, war, uh, like, like war, cots. war, war cots and, and like field medics and shit being around. It's like, damn dude, this, this do be real right now.
1: And the elixir uh, there yeah. as well. Yeah. Too. And that,
0: that was it too. It's like, it's not just humans as part of the conflict. It's like all these people we've like rallied to our side. They're also getting fucked up. We don't have a solution.
1: Yeah. And then it's, it's also too, I think it was- <laughs> The pyramid gave everyone Tommy X. Yes. (laughs) Um, and then just Mara in the middle of it all doing her spooky bullshit, which I adore where she's just like above her head (laughs) summoning. Yes. And the techians are there as well. And then Devram is there. Yes.
0: Devram, make me some tea. Um, I want some tea. I
1: love Devram. But yeah, it's just super interesting. They start talking about the farm and I was like, the farm is back. Mm. The farm has returned. Yes. Um, and then Mara being like, hey, yo, so the light ain't going to get us through this. Just FYI. We've been converging. We've been stewing, mm-hmm. molding, yeah, pondering, and we've realized um, the light isn't going to help us. Like, it's not going to be the only thing. Um, we're going to have to call on the darkness. Yeah. Don't worry about it, though. I'm here to guide you because Awoken and also Queen... Um, do you want to be loyal to me? Yes, and I am like, yes, I do want to be loyal to you. our bisexual actual queen. Yes. Um, and it looks like Edz conflict is going to be like our weekly mission stuff moving forward for the
0: most part. Yeah, I don't I think you. I don't think you or I have done much at all of the seasonal stuff, so we can't really say even where we think that's going because, like, we did the yeah. one mission it basically forces you to do. Um, and we got Amanda we,
1: back. Yes,
0: we did. That—that that was, well, that was the strike, right? You don't—you rescue her at the end of the strike.
1: Uh, I think at the end of the first, um, like the battleground.
0: The new strike, isn't it? Or my i, mis- I don't remember.
1: It? Is it? A, isn't it a battleground where you do the? You're in the bubble, and then you move forward to the bubble, and then you beat the enemy, right. and then they're enclosed in a thing, and yeah. it lifts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, it is that. So um, she was in there good battleground like as far as the variation the Fun, variations easy. on the battlegrounds format we've we've had to date i like it like it's it's reusing mechanics from blind well to a to an extent um and like it didn't feel overly fiddly it was just like uh go over here kill that thing kill that thing stand in the well hit the dude um throw a bunch of damage in there repeat it's just um it's
1: good and then without going into every beat of the lore, some stuff happens to do with trying to stop Callus from ra- Radial?
0: Radial mast.
1: That's it, because I made a joke, it sounded like a gunship song. Yeah. Um, you don't want Callus enabling the radial mast, so there's a lot of plot line around Making sure that doesn't happen. Well, cause,
0: yeah, because they're basically saying that the radial mast was a way to create a link to the veil, um, whatever that means or whatever that does, um, which is relevant later. But yeah. It's yeah. Proper noun soup a little bit.
1: <laughs> Nimbus roasting Osiris the entire time.
0: Um, okay. Yes. So two big things that I really want to shout out for Nimbus, the character one is like, yeah, how it's written, how they're characterized of like it, what what, the impression I get, and I think I've seen this echoed on Twitter by someone is like, it seems like there's someone who is like early to mid twenties who have opted for this, you know, 10 year lifespan cloud strider thing. And they are just working through it. Right. They've got that classic, like young adult, I'm going to go out and just be reckless. Get Rent shit unctuous, done. Like, but that that's where a lot of the like kind of tongue in cheek fourth wall breaking poking fun at some of the Destiny bullshit comes from. It's just shit that uh that Nimbus says. Um one it's of It's like
1: millennial millennial and Gen Z humor in the bit, Destiny universe. Yeah,
0: yeah, one of them that I I quoted comes up after you run the new strike for the first time and he's talking about like having a conversation with osiris and that he like kind of zoned out and then I, if I could just put this the screenshot of the subtitle in and tagged it with like <laughs> every door every d2 law creator be like uh but after correcting me he started explaining more of his theories in great detail And a lot of proper nouns got thrown around. I'm like, yeah, that's just anything to do with Destiny. Like, I'm going to be pedantic, but boy, have I got the proper nouns that you should be using for whatever you're trying to say.
1: And then uh, Nimbus takes on every D2 player and goes, "Uh, so I stopped listening for a while.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was uh, talking to legitimately my manager at work who also like has played a bit of destiny and is, and her, her partner like plays a lot of destiny. And she was asking me, cause she's been away for like three weeks. She was asking me like, how, how is it? How, how are things? And was explaining like some of the strand stuff. And I mentioned like a few of the keywords, like uh, tangle and uh, suspend. And she was like, I hate that I have to know this. <laughs> <laughs> and But also like, I hate that I kind of understand it. Like I hate that this knowledge is in my brain. It's just proper nouns that I've learned the meanings for and I know how they connect. And that's just destiny in a nutshell. But it's all it's any kind of like fantasy setting, right? You you learn the names for things and how they're relevant and important.
1: Also, shout out to Nimbus referring to our source as museum volunteer.
0: <laughs> uh, museum volunteer, but <laughs> Sorry, also but old has- bird. The old bird.
1: Yeah, but museum volunteer energy. <laughs>
0: cook that I man I that was great uh, the, the other thing that I was gonna that I was gonna shout out is the uh, the voice actor for Nimbus yes. um, came Marin. across this tweet from yeah Marin M. Miller apologies if I'm pronouncing mm. that wrong I think it's right mmm yeah three M's uh, almost got a Hanson song there for you um, yeah basically like their tweet um, the tweet itself was uh, it is my honor to announce that I voiced Nimbus and Destiny 2 Lightfall I know the team pushed to have a non-binary actor in the role, Nimbus of course being they them pronouns, I'm assuming non-binary based on that. Um, based on some of the stuff that because they've like posted images of longer a longer post um that kind of goes into that. Um but just saying, yeah, thank you for taking a chance. I mean, I think like yeah, the 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 voice work is incredible. Um and the 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 note kind of goes into more of like it seems like Marin pushed for some of how Nimbus is portrayed to be like this is more of a like n- I don't know, non-binary vibe. Is that even a thing? Um, just to be like, this is a more accurate or authentic way of portraying a character like that. Um, which is sick that you know yeah. they went for it.
1: And they bring so much life to Nimbus too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it's one of those things like the first the first time I came across it and, and it's a very, the energy of Nimbus is very different to a lot of the characters in Destiny. And that's almost confronting in a small way. And then you kind of learn to love it throughout the campaign of like, oh no, this is actually like sick as hell. You're doing cool shit. You know you're doing cool shit and you're going to tell me about it and need more of that.
1: And, and I think, and there's a few other Neo Mooney with that kind of energy too. And it's like, it's, it's one of those things that like, at first it's a bit jarring, but then as I was playing, I was thinking about it and it was like, cause I, I saw a lot of people say that like, uh, Nimbus's attitude and his Ram, uh, sorry, their rambunctious attitude and behavior was grating. It was immature, mm. you know, baba uh, collapse, like they were just too tangled up in the law themselves in their own head. But it's like, it's one of those things where you need to consider that the Neo Mooney have been protected from this. Yeah. This is their first taste of what it, they had no clue. This was coming really mm. to an extent they did, but like they they've lived in this little, you know, bubble
0: basically literally like yeah, a bubble like from a, the universe until very, they recently.
1: had no clue. This was coming. And they'd heard whispers of guardians and the abilities they possess and yeah. whispers of the traveler, obviously, from the days of the Ishtar Collective and remnants of, like, mm-hmm. the earth tech that came. So, obviously, they, they had, like, they were, I guess, in a way, like, folktales, lore. Yeah. So, they don't have the weight that we have. And I think that's accurately reflected in some of the Neo-Muni and Nimbus. And even to a degree, Rohan understands the weight of what is coming and makes a lot of poignant conversation. But at the same time, there's like that youthful optimism there because Mm. they haven't had to deal with 10 years of this pressing danger. They don't
0: need to know that you're basically fighting gods.
1: They don't entirely understand the weight of it at the moment where we are in the law. Yeah. That could change. That could change in the next expansion. It could change in the next seasons. Yeah. They might finally start to grasp what is happening. Yeah. And you know, and like Nimbus talks about situations a lot and you you realize, oh, Callus to them is just this big, stinky, gross guy. Yeah. Who's a bit of a shit dad.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, like uh, Nimbus really Nimbus and Rohan, like they don't really ever come into contact with Kallus himself. They are dealing with the shadow Legion. And yeah, there's a lot of them probably more than anyone who's ever tried to attack Neptune, if any, but like Kallus himself turns out actually packs a hell of a punch with this new disciple variant. Um, But yeah, they're just like, yeah, dude, there's a lot of these guys, but like we can take them out pretty easy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And like prior to that, Nimbus existed in the cloud arc. And is new to their role as a cloud strider. Like they've got all these dope abilities now and cybernetic enhancements. And they've just met someone who is a god. Like guardians are essentially gods. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this person can throw an orb of void energy. Mm. Just And the ghosts are fun and cute
0: like yeah there's one kind of like pukas but yeah there's one like voice line that happens at the start of one of the missions where we're talking about strand and i think like osiris mentions like being able to see it and then nimbus is basically like wait you can see that what is going on like how are you able to just pull on the fabric of reality like this
1: yeah and then there's even like a patrol person who comes up sam something moylan or something like that
0: yeah like a voiceover where they're like, patrol. yeah
1: yeah they're like hey can you uh go kill all these vex with your abilities for science yeah and then as you're doing it they're like that's so cool is i that, mean they're this shooting I will take, <laughs> yeah i mean i will take this data and analyze it and like it's fun stuff like that it's like the Neo Mooney have no fucking clue what's going on. And no. they're uh, floating balls of data. Yep. Like, it's, yeah, I think people need to kind of pull back and understand the nuance of it all. Yeah. And just think, like, there are conflicts happening in foreign countries in real life. And people who are from the US, Australia, UK are memeing about it. Yep. It's the same detachment we don't understand the weight of it until it's on our front door damn it's that same kind of like detachment
0: damn that might be the thing they're going for there because like maybe or i'm being too deep the thing is like some of the seasons (laughs) over the last year or two have kind of
1: they've run parallel with irl yeah
0: they've like they've touched on elements of like isolation anxiety trauma like things we have legitimately all dealt with because of the pandemic, right? And th- that feels like it could be where they got the inspiration for that is the idea of like, this conflict is foreign, therefore I don't need to understand or care about it. This it's conflict not is not It's not emotionally
1: weighted in my world yet.
0: Damn, damn. I hadn't thought about that. That's really good.
1: Yeah, I was, I was talking about it with a coworker today because yeah. they had kind of the same like, oh, Nimbus is a bit annoying. And I was like, well,
0: they're essentially one.
1: They're essentially a child. Mm. And they've just been given this cool ability as a cloud strider. And then this is probably the most action they've seen in their life. But also they're completely detached from this conflict. They yeah. had no clue what was happening yeah. until Callus crashed crashed his ship into their world. And then all yeah. of a sudden it was like, hey, yeah, holy fuck, we've got to sort this situation out and protect the cloud arc. And then a guardian pops in and goes, so actually it's a lot more fucked than yeah, that. There's some other shit we need um, to get at. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and he was like, oh yeah, you make a good point. I'm like, you just got to
0: step take, away from a little bit. Back. You know, it's, Think
1: about it. I thought about the campaign after we played it last night for a while. Like,
0: hmm. I'm gonna go read the law.
1: Probably understand it a bit deeper.
0: That's it. That's it. There's probably a lot of stuff there that we just didn't catch because, like, you know, I I was focusing just on, you know, I've got this one day off that I can focus on trying to get the story done because I want to get that legendary stuff done, get the gear boost, get up to 1770, do that whole thing. Um, and so I did that and I, you know, glanced at some of the war stuff and I'd paid attention to the cutscenes and mission dialogue, et cetera, but I wasn't going deep. I wasn't like trying to fill in the gaps that they left in some of the, some of the mission dialogue, which they, you know, they always do that because they're filling stuff out in many places. Um, but now's the time we've got the story done. We can go and read a book.
1: Yeah. And um,
0: have dinner and read a love book. That's it. <laughs> uh, anyway, in terms of other story beats that are worth discussing, um, you mentioned mm. the radial mast. Um, yeah. So there's a, I want to say it's like mission six, five, six, late campaign.
1: Yeah, four, five, six.
0: So we spent some time getting to know Rohan and Nimbus. And then Rohan chooses to meet what nimbus refers to as a cloud striders end which i guess is like it's a fairly poetic way of looking at it But essentially something is happening with the radial mast that you know rohan wants us to hit it with some strand and we're in that weird exhausted hobble state and so rohan blows himself up in like a fairly spectacular fashion to nukes himself to destroy the radial mast you know what thinking about it now Kind of like a cyanide tooth in a sense. Like, hey, I've got this like trigger that I can pull and I'll blow myself up. No wonder He's if that got is the like a cyanide pill of, in the armor, the glasses. Yeah, yeah. One one of the augments maybe is big bomb. Um but yeah, just like kinda kinda blows himself up there and then
1: the greater good.
0: Yeah. Um I <laughs> so I had joined you, yeah, you were like four missions deep. And then it happened, like maybe mission five, in mission Bing six. over
1: Rohan.
0: Yeah, so I got on that voice call, and you were like, "Man, I love Rohan, love that grizzled old man vibe." And then I, wanna I
1: climb I, him like a spider monkey. I had
0: to stay silent because I knew you were about to watch him die. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a weird place to be.
1: He's like in the mission, being a badass. I'm over here, just being like, "I'm gonna climb that man." Yeah,
0: I want more <laughs> Rohan. <laughs>
1: oh man i want to touch his beard <laughs> like just frothing over him
0: yes and then i
1: want ha- was it, what was, i want that man to wear me like a backpack <laughs>
0: <laughs> you did say that um and then and then i had to like hear you react to that moment and that was kind of like it was heartbreaking in two ways because one i was like yeah i i i get i heard you get the like the Weight of that moment, but also yeah. I got to relieve the lie that I had been telling you that I didn't <laughs> know that was coming.
1: Just you being like, He is a big man, yep, that's a big man, sure is. Yeah, he's, he's pretty cool, sure
0: has the big, tall man muscle vibes.
1: Yeah, oh boy, he is in fact grumpy. There
0: was but- so there was like a few times where I almost said, Sure would be a shame if something happened to him.
1: But at the same time, last week I called the veteran or day away from retirement trope too. Yeah. So I kind of yeah. brought it on myself. I, I kind of knew it was coming. Yeah. There there is a few lines where I was like, yeah, they're gonna do the veteran. I was a day away from retirement. Yeah, I'm, gonna,
0: I'm gonna go out in some form of self sacrifice. Whatever that whatever that means. Um and then yeah, Nimbus. But it's has an to- 80s, it's an eighties
1: it's an eighties cop movie trope. So yes. or action movie trope. I'm not surprised they pulled it
0: yeah i mean it's it's a classic for a reason right pulls pulls on the heartstrings a bit and then nimbus has to do the classic thing of like well i was just a rookie now i'm the cloud strider and no one calls me a rookie anymore and i just have to know how to do this and have to very quickly turn off that switch of i'm just having fun this is great rohan will tell me if i'm being an idiot no, no, I'm now Rohan and Nimbus. Maybe he's Rhombus the whole time. Oh, Rhombus. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, I felt personally attacked by Rohan's fucking motto.
0: Oh. The moment he was like headstrong, headstrong. headlong
1: and empty-handed or something like that, and I was like, wow.
0: Very good. That is... Uh, my personality. <laughs> it's isn't just a great way to encapsulate <laughs> someone, because that's Rohan talking about Nimbus, of course. It's
1: yeah, it's, it's about being, you know, like not brutish, but like
0: I'm just going to yeah, go like, in there and figure it out.
1: Stubborn and rambunctious and a risk taker and yeah, but just headlong and empty handed. And I was like, huh, cool. Um, I feel personally attacked by that. Um, Cause like headlong in general is like the way you would describe it is like you do things hastily without mm. thought or, yeah. um, you know, you plunge into things or yeah. Like you, you rash, you don't yeah. deliberate before you do something. You just do it and then kind of wing your way through the situation. Yeah. Um, often by being stubborn and just headlong and empty handed. And I was like,
0: that's me. Yeah, you rush in into situations life, and you're going to figure it out, life, but you don't have any tools at your disposal.
1: <laughs> real life and empty, real life and in-game. In that's. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I was, talking, I was talking to a co-worker who's known me a while, who also plays Destiny, and when I told him that, he was like, did you just get your next tattoo? And I was like, oh, shit, that'd be a really funny tattoo. Headlong that's, and empty-handed. That's
0: head. pretty good. <laughs>
1: because i do bad. that and and you like our friend group just i end up in situations and i come out of them okay yeah <laughs> to this day i don't know
0: how i do it god damn and uh, i do
1: it in destiny yeah <laughs> i charge in guardian down
0: yes that does and like you play a support <laughs> warlock you have no business being in there what are you doing
1: with my sub <laughs>
0: Jumping there with a bow and a submachine gun and a well of radiance. Like, this was never going to work.
1: The fucking nerve boss.
0: God damn. Um, I think the only other story, big story bit worth mentioning is that we finally get to look at the veil, whatever that is.
1: What is it? Big booty we, hole. We see
0: it from the top, and I'm guessing from below as well. From um, the
1: top, make it drop. That's a big ass
0: fail. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, from the top, it looks like
1: a plate. It almost looks. It looks like the discs that Mara, like you know, when the Awoken do stuff, and it has yeah. that radial kind of it's, filigree it's imagery colored colored associated. Way,
0: it's colored in a way that it feels like I'm having an acid trip, and it's, it's, mo- and it's moving. Blue and um, <laughs> it's very strange and apparently incredibly powerful. Um, and then we kind of like go under it and look back up at it, and it looks like a big old pod big with like tentacles coming out. And yeah, I'm still it's like a... not sure what's going on with that thing. When we were pondering the orb, mm.
1: um, when we were doing the final mission, I was like, it kind of looks like the Traveler, but then it also kind of looks like a a bulb like yeah, what yeah. garlic or like a lily or like yeah like a bulbous plant yep. like it looks like a plant bulb like yep. have you ever seen what orchids and lilies Yay. and stuff like grow from yeah and or an avocado
0: <laughs> mm. with fingers um
1: and then it's got like a root system coming out of the bottom yeah. of it that fades off into nothing
0: yes and yeah. a
1: big hole.
0: I, yeah, I, and I a still, booty hole. I still have a bunch of like question marks around, like, what it is, how is it powerful, etc. Um, that that's where I say like I'm planning to dig into some of the law that I've got and will get before I I don't know make any kind of like judgments or have any strong opinions yeah. about the veil it- as a concept.
1: Just aesthetically it makes sense to me because like if the traveler is associated with the gardener, the veil is associated with the seed, seeds are considered other than like seeds and eggs are considered the crux of life, Mm -hmm. like imagery wise. Yeah. It all ties together. It's just fucking weird looking.
0: It is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's put a pin in that. I want to come back to the veil um, for some stuff that happens after this next thing, which is the callous boss fight.
1: yeah, with his teapot shoulders.
0: yeah, his weird armor that looks like he's a train um but yeah, we're in like this big circular arena there's like again some more strand stuff around you have the option to just grab strand and use it for the fight if you want. Um, it's kind of like you got the circle you've got like an outer catwalk that goes around the thing with some with some platforms, bunch of enemies. There's some Tormentors that spawn in at various points. Um, (laughs) What what, what I'll say, and I do not mean this as a flex, uh, way easier not on Legendary. Um, It took me, I I, I would have to go and see if I can find the stats if they're available, but I must have died 30, 40 plus times just trying to figure that fight out to try to figure out a strategy that would work for me on solo and, and, and on legendary. Um, but then when I joined you, it was like, yeah, this, that probably took us like 10 minutes to like,
1: except for that one time we both grappled off the edge of the map, synchronized. That
0: was like right (laughs) after we started the fight. No, that was, that was fine. (laughs) That was just funny. Just both
1: of us. Woo. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, it like, as far as the like regular difficulty level goes, fairly kind of standard boss fight, you know, He's got some some health gates and some transitions that he goes through. There's Tormentors that spawn at a couple of those sort of points. Um, for the Legendary variant, um, I'm going to tell you my loadout. Because it ended up getting weird. I tried a lot of things. So for literally the entire campaign on Solo Legendary, I was running solar titan with throwing hammers so that i would get the re- the recovery like the health restoration that you get from those running yep. synthiceps so that the hammers do a lot of damage uh i was running xenophage just to like be able to lay some damage in there that's my exotic weapon callous mini tool good solar smg good for like a little bit of light crowd control with the perks i've got on it and then what used to be called blinding grenades, but disorienting grenades in the kinetic slot and Mm. boy, Oh boy. The combination of disorienting grenades and throwing hammer got me through most things because it was just like fire the grenade run in couple of throwing hammers. Oh, my grenade launcher auto loading holster. It's ready to go again. Or I would fire the grenade as I'm running in, reload it, throwing hammer rinse, repeat. Um, That legitimately got me through most of that campaign until the final boss fight Uh, because one of the things I discovered those little platforms on the outer edges of that arena and there's kind of around it there's like this like netting essentially you can stand on it you have enough collision to not fall through that but what does fall through it is a throwing hammer so I kept (laughs) fucking losing it and then I'd have to wait for it to recharge. And that's most of how I played that that kind of combat scenario, right? Um, so then I started changing weapons. I was like, okay, maybe I need to mix something up here. Do I do I go like Ward of Dawn plus Galahorn to just dump a bunch of damage and hope for the best? That didn't work. Uh because I did like the void abilities weren't giving me any regen, health regen. They were giving me some overshield, but it wasn't as often as I needed it like with the throwing hammer where I ended up the thing that got me over the line was using strand for one thing because like we mentioned before able to get out of damage very quickly but that strand empowered state fucking crucial like so much damage is put out by strand with that and It is probably the most effective thing I had against tormentors. Like I would just pop the super, like suspend them, swipe at them about four or five times. That's a tormentor done. So I would save my super for when a tormentor spawned in, throw that at them, get out of the way of callus. The thing, the fucking, the weapon that got me there. Uh, One thing, heavy weapon retrofit escapade, the void machine gun from last season that I've crafted to have enhanced four time, fourth times a charm so that I'm getting bullets back and enhanced mm-hmm. target lock. So as I'm continually laying damage into a single target, the damage gets bigger. And so I would just open the fight by beaming Kallus in the face with this machine gun until enemies spawned in. Um, but the exotic weapon that legitimately did it for me was Quicksilver Storm. Aww. Because I would spend a lot of my time on those catwalks Right, You've got a bit of range. The Scions would spawn in the middle. And so I would just hit those guys with Quicksilver Storm to fill the gun with grenades, switch to the grenades, throw those at Kellis. And each one of those was taken off a decent chunk, even on Legendary. Yeah. And you get three of them. And I basically put myself in the middle of the catwalk so the two platforms either side of me were far enough away the enemies weren't hitting me. Or if they were, I was still keeping my health up enough to have it not be a problem and that's what i did and i was just like working my way through it just chipping away at the health and if i needed to move i would because i had the grapple i could just swing around and i would swing in get a tangle throw the tangle that's a good amount of damage if you make it explode on them and it was a real puzzle like and you know what the worst part was the first time i did it i was like great this is working i've got a repeatable system here and then you discover the entire second phase to that boss fight. <laughs> he
1: <laughs> locks you into a tiny arena. Oh my god. The, like um, the, he's got big knives. The first
0: time I cleared that health bar, I was like, okay, cool. Hands off the mouse and keyboard. I'm done. Like back like this, like just trying to breathe, get the heart rate down. And then it's like joining allies for. Three. I'm like, what the f-? and then I see health bar, there's a big dome, you gotta be inside that, and Callus is now rushing you. Um long story short, I basically just did the same thing, except all I was doing was running laps. yeah Running laps, just like trying to build up charge in Quicksilver Storm, trying to take out the Tormentors when they would spawn, and just fucking hoping for the best. And the relief I felt in my bones. When Kalos had like this much health, and I had three grenades charged in Quicksilver, I was like, you're done. And I, I knew at that point, I was like, I'm going to grapple, I'm going to be up in the air, I'm going to sling these grenades at you. I spent most of my time just like jumping in a circle, <laughs> just grenade, grenade, okay, shoot you in the head for a bit, grenade, 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 and that was the loot. And it was surprising. I tried all of my usual tricks, you know, Titan Bubble, Gallahorn. Uh, just about every combination of like exotic armor and weapon that I like to put together. And what it ended up being was a exotic weapon that was a pre-order bonus that I've barely used and now has a catalyst. <laughs> so I've almost completed the catalyst.
1: Okay. Hey. The funniest thing about running that with you is the first time we did it. I was like, I don't like how easy this is, and you just laughed. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't trust how easy this is. Yeah, because I just hear you that laugh. First phase. Yeah, I hear you laugh, and I'm like, oh no. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I tried because pl- I was like
1: laying into him and I was like, mm, yeah, this I, is going
0: too quickly. I, try, I tried to play it off as like, oh, there's two of us and we're not doing it on legendary. But there was no way after what I'd gone through that I could really mask that and be like, oh yeah, no, this is just how it is.
1: Yeah, I was just like, I don't I don't trust how quickly we're melting him. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, I was it, like,
0: it's, no. It's a little bit, it felt like a little bit of a cheat trick because we don't see like two health bar bosses ever I can't think of one that doesn't go through like some drawn out transition or cutscene or something between those states. this was just like immediately do it all over again,
1: yeah <laughs> this time he's got big knives that one hit you and uh tormentors yay yeah,
0: bulk tormentors um but yeah it was um the the thing that I i the the realization conclusion opinion that i've kind of come to is like i i I never did the witch queen legendary solo the campaign um i did it with friends uh it was basically the only way i could get through i tried to do it solo and then it just honestly got too hard and maybe it's got too hard for where i was then as a player this basically the whole way through was incredible it felt incredibly manageable it felt like yeah everything is kind of challenging but the way that I've built with the, with the hammers and the, the disorienting grenades, like kind of didn't neutralize that difference, but it ma- it, it like gave me room to breathe. of just like, Oh, I know the hammer is going to give me health back. And I know that these grenades are going to like slow everything down a bit. And, you know, having, having that build ready to go helped, but also like just the general balance and difficulty level, it felt pretty good. Um, and a lot of it just—it felt like a, a really good puzzle, of like, oh, I, I get what's happening, I get the mechanic, I get what these enemies do, um, and then the the only thing that really challenged me was that Callus boss fight because it was just yeah pretty different to a lot of everything else that you encounter through the story. Um, but yeah, hard recommend use Stranded every opportunity during the campaign because you get that empowered state and it makes it so good.
1: And it's fun. It is fun. It's yeah. super fun.
0: Yeah, many goofy times ahead, I'm sure.
1: Just clicking through our show notes to see if there's anything major we missed, except for the picture you so. sent me of Rohan's ass. Yeah,
0: that, that was me realizing <laughs> I'm standing behind him and his ass is just I'm in this man's booty hole. Yes. <laughs> Sneaky booty hole. Um, oh, um, shit. The, the Fairly big thing we neglected to mention. Uh, Nezarek is just back, it seems. Yeah, um, good old fucking what jam, was the thing that I jam-jar. called him, Mr. Jam Jar, Jam Jar, yeah, because
1: we were running the strike and it, that strike is so pretty and so fun, yes. like a nice little quick strike, yeah. Um, but good old Jam well. Leading up to that, they kind of they talk about the neo mooney complaining that they're having nightmares. Yeah, like and voices. one name that is and hearing voices and one name that is common to all of the neo mooney who have reported these nightmares and these voices are
0: Nezarek. Yeah,
1: and I went, but well, we made him into coffee. Yeah, um, and, th- and that's, okay. like, that's like
0: one of the radio transmissions after like the fourth mission. So you are halfway through the story, and they just drop that in there.
1: Yeah. So I was like, huh. And then we started running the strike, and there's this deep luminous voice that talks about terror, and, and yeah. I was like, "Is that who I think it is?" And you're like, "Who do you think it is?" I'm like, "Is that Jam Jar?" And you're just like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah. Um, good old Nescafe. Um, coffee pot. Um, <laughs> So he's coming back or being allusioned to being back, which is what makes me suspect he's going to be in the raid. Yeah.
0: that. That's but they, kinda, they that, might
1: not pull an obvious punch like that. Like it'll be like Rolk where yeah. they're just like, I,
0: I think either he's central to the raid or it's going to be some kind of slow build throughout this year of destiny of Like,
1: like a seasonal climax yeah, or, or, kind of.
0: Or like the way that. Seventhon was kind of built up before witch queen like i'm not necessarily saying nezarek will be in the final shape in some form but like that kind of gradual thing where it's like we've hinted we've definitely explicitly introduced that this as nezarek and they've identified themselves it's now where gonna, do they come in yeah that's kind of what it is um and i don't know that we've ever seen enough of nezarax aesthetic to know if that image they put up with the raid name is that vibe nezarax that... jam
1: yeah <laughs> that's pretty good that's pun intended. <laughs> pun totally
0: intended yes um so yeah we'll wait and see for next weekend i guess if that is a nezarax raid the name root of nightmares if anything for me it harkens back to like the nightmare stuff we saw play out with, you know, season of the haunted and all of that. I can't remember if that was like Nazareth related or if that came later. Um, it's
1: hard to say because yeah. in that voice line, I just read out, they say the citizens have experienced nightmares.
0: Yeah. So one
1: common to all Nazareth
0: And if we're, so if, he's if we're being, saying they've he, all had it and this is the root of them, and he also
1: route. says in that raid, I am terror, I, I am, am pain,
0: something like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I am Nazarek. so. Yeah.
0: Smart money's on raid boss.
1: Getting spicy.
0: We'll see. We'll see. do spicy. I don't, I don't personally know a lot about Nazarek and why we should be afraid of them.
1: Um, be scary.
0: Cool. Good enough for me. Um, smudge
1: stick won't keep him away.
0: Yes. Um yeah, the only other thing you want to talk about big lore stuff we missed, the like end of story cutscene.
1: Oui. So
0: this this idea of like the veil creating a link to the traveler um does happen. Uh turns out the oh. witness is doing it through our ghost.
1: Yeah, so you beat Callis and everyone's like yeah. Loop, loop. Right. Kaido's like, ah, man, I wish I'd done it, but like, at least he's fucking gone, thank yeah. God. Um, and then, um, actually, just quickly on that, I kind of feel bad that the Guardians took that moment from Kaido.
0: Yeah, but sh- I you feel know, like Keitel- it's one of those
1: things Kaido would have done by, preferred to have done by her own hand. Yeah, but she was um, like
0: initially out there fighting Callus, like that was why she stayed outside the building. Yeah, and then he. Broke through, got away.
1: But, um, so it's all like, hell yeah. And then everyone starts just standing stand around, around looking, looking at the veil. Like, oh, this, oh, this, 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 this is weird. Um, and then and the ghost, 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 ghost the, light the, light the light starts talking, starts talking, talking in the, the wind voice. voice. And there was
0: another moment in, in the story where that, earlier oh, on, the happens, happens yeah. yeah. And then the starts drifting, drifting up as though they going, 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 in the veil. I have to pause at this moment because the gravity of it was somewhat undercut for me because the ghost shell that I use is the one where the ghost is a little boat with the sailor's hat on the top. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my 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 voice 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 so it's incredibly goofy that this little <laughs> boat is just drifting up. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really, really funny, funny. when the ghost <laughs> is always so <laughs> <voice of> <laughs> <glam. laughs> oh,
1: um, um, But... Something, something, something that was, that was big, big for, me for me that I noticed, noticed was how willing our guardian our was.
0: To destroy it. To, to destroy destroy it, knowing, knowing what that would, that would mean. They, yeah. they, yeah. Were, they had yeah.
1: them lined up in their sights Um and were willing to take them out, which is huge. It's like your guardian is just like, it has to be done. Yeah. Like I need to sacrifice my position as a guardian yeah. for the universe. but Lose all my abilities.
0: Still hesitates. That's huge. But hesitates, That's heavy. Hesitates just long enough. That it still goes, no, but like the link still happens. It still the link works. happens, yeah. Um, then yeah, Nimbus um, flies through the sky, grabs it, comes down, crashes into the ground, and then like I screenshot this moment because of the ghost shell. It's very funny. It like opens his hand, lets the ghost float back up, and the ghost is like, "Wait, what happened?" And for me, it's like this little boat coming out of his hands. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this is silly. I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> what what I would what I would secretly love is if destiny gave you an option to just play any cutscene with your current loadout or build or transmog so you could just be like i want to see what this cutscene looks like if i put this ghost shell on and yeah it's just goofy
1: um yeah so the link has been made
0: it's like a big old beam that kind of shoots up out of neptune into the traveler right
1: in yeah into it or in front of it
0: yeah it just yeah it does like kind of just hit a a point on the on the surface like a
1: pinpoint and then the witness is like oh ha, 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 he, he, hoo, hoo.
0: mischief is afoot. Makes a foot <laughs> that's old, exactly what he said it's a big old triangle in the front of it
1: he went mischief is a foot yes he <laughs> broke character yeah. She's gaslight the audience who are who are sitting through all these spoilers, just being like, "Wow, that's insane!"
0: Just and that's then like they doing get there. The chicken dance, like-
1: <laughs> he uh, does the Fortnite L dance at the Traveler, and Basically. then turns around and does it. at, might, at does it at everyone in the hell.
0: Might as well. Um, <laughs>
1: that's a bala.
0: Yes, we're going long, so I'm trying to trying to get through the scene. Um, uh, ah, yeah. yeah. So he makes puts a big, a big
1: triangle into it. Well.
0: You say in front of it yeah you say cut because it looks like it's cutting it into the surface but then there's a shot there's like a, a shot well there's a shot later kind of almost top down where the this triangle portal that he's that, that he's creating they're creating it looks like it's hovering just in front of the traveler um but and yeah it the 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 surface of this triangle looks similar to that top view we get of the veil where it's like this weird kind of plasma-looking, multicolored rainbow situation. kind
1: of, yeah.
0: And then the three, there's like two or three pyramid ships in the shot that kind of get like weirdly sucked into it, and then the witness just kind of drifts through it as well. Um, and then that that triangle thing stays there, and then when you go to the the like director screen after, it's there, it's on, there. The, on the on the little picture of the traveler in the middle. Um. And there's like one of the one of the lines we get, I think from Zavala or someone we talked to after that cutscene, is essentially that we don't know where they went. Um
1: Yeah, we don't know what the fuck that is. We don't know if it's a portal yeah. to somewhere else or into the traveler. Like they're just like, we don't know what this fucking pink triangle yeah. is.
0: And there's there's <laughs> there's something I think we get talking to Nimbus or someone after that, which essentially says like the Vex all, this, all these all these vectors on neptune they had kind of created a copy of sorts of what the veil is and so they're hoping to like use that to work out all of what just happened um so i'm kind of hoping we get like some juicy lore trapped in the in the post story part of the expansion uh stay tuned for whether or not that's true um yeah but my question is why don't we just go through that fucking thing as well
1: because, I mean, that's probably what's going to happen eventually. Yeah, but, like, but like
0: maybe, I mean, to be fair, we don't know if we could or if we would just die.
1: Yeah, there's a whole bunch of uncertainty. Um, Obviously, before they send us through or go through themselves, you know, Ikora, Mara, Zavala. They have to do some math. <laughs> they they got to figure it out. Yeah. Osiris has got to do some Egyptian math. Yeah. Some... Hieroglyphics. Um, but yeah, the conversations you have in the tower after, like it for once in the entirety of Destiny, Zavala's faith has
0: faltered. Yeah.
1: Yep. He is now less. Like at the end of the season, after Red sacrifices himself and the traveler's hovering just outside orbit, he's still very like, We're going to do this. We're going to figure it out. We're going to be the witness. We've got the traveler.
0: Squad, gang, gang. Let's go get it. We've got
1: the tower. But now he's just like, I just. What now? The traveler was my god. And it's like. This is the end. But the, like, these are the end. He says, the end is nigh. Like, he's yeah. a week away from walking around with one of those fucking yeah. sandwich boards on.
0: He says something to the effect of, like, I no longer have a God to put my faith in.
1: Yeah. Which
0: is both, like, pessimistic and optimistic at the same time because it's like, yeah, that's dark as hell. But also, he's saying, I still have faith. I just don't know what to do with it.
1: Yeah. And then the flip side is, I last week or well, last. To four weeks ago, three yeah. weeks ago, um, season end, when you talk to her after Rasputin sacrifices himself, she's very much the collapse is coming. We're yeah. fucked. uh the witness, the hidden have been whispering back to me and just saying, the collapse has already started. We're fucked. Like there's nothing we can do. But now, when you talk to her, she's like, you know, we we don't know what the witness. Like she seems to be a little bit more like, hey, We've got these new abilities. We still technically have the traveler. Mm. We're still here. We can still fight. Like it's weird how that flipped because yeah. last week she was like, kiss your loved ones. This is it.
0: Fucking peace out. I'm and off then, to war. Yeah.
1: And then this week she's like, we are still here. We still have each other. We can we can still figure this out. We yeah. just need to figure out what the fuck the witness is doing and what that triangle is Yeah. and what we can do yeah. and if we can go with them or like what. You know, it's just so weird how yeah. the roles reverse, where Zavala's like, Well, kiss your homies on the forehead because this is it. And is like, Well, we're all still here and you've got a new ability mm. and we've made new friends on Neptune. So, like, and we know where the veil is now. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's sort of super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, except for. I will just say my only negative content con- comment. Uh, the animation on Ikora is off. Mm. Um, so she's having this big, deep, meaningful com- conversation. And when you look back on it, uh, she's smiling. Like her character model right. is like, ax- I don't know if it's a, just something that slipped through, but it was kind of jarring. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you know, things are really dire, but she's like, and I was like that. That's funny. <laughs> like she's like,
0: we're gonna, we're gonna make it, go. It's also very it's funny. Smiling through the tears. It's also very funny. This is gonna be in the video. You have just completely frozen up. I can still hear you.
1: But and you're I'm you're, smiling. Yep. Yeah,
0: no, like you're like frozen like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My character model's glitched.
0: <laughs> it's super has and like. My network is fine, so like I don't know what's happening. It's probably a good time. Um, it's probably a good sign that we should end because yeah, like we have been recording much, for a good two hours and a bit.
1: <laughs> that's really all that's happened. So oh we've pretty much hit the end note.
0: Yes. Yes. Cool. <laughs> all right. What is going on with your video? I cannot with this. What? Oh, what have I done? That's gonna look weird later. Great. That's super helpful. Um, I'm just gonna. Turn your video on. Let's see if it's fixed. Ah, oh, no, Discord. What is happening? Hello. Hello. Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay. Is it, what's happening with your video? <laughs> oh, this is this is super janky. We should get out of here. I'm just gonna leave this in. It's a good, it's a good <laughs> look into our lives. Um,
1: Welcome to Australia. <laughs>
0: yes, the internet sometimes. is sometimes. Your network just drops. Okay. That's been a lot. That's been a lot. Yeah. There's, there's plenty more we still have to figure out. Um, thank you for sticking with us through this long uh, rambly. Uh, I don't know. It's a long one. It's a long one. Um, we'll be back soon. Yes. Uh, no, that's it's a hot oh. one. Good. I've
1: been Carlos Santana. You've been listening to ECP. <laughs>
0: You've been Carlos Santana. I've been Rob Thomas. Stay smooth. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I don't feel good with that. Um, thank you for watching, for sticking around. Um, hit all the th- things. Do the YouTube. Do the, do the thing that you're meant to do as a good YouTube audience member, which is clicks and buttons, apparently.
1: Like comment, survive yeah,
0: you, you've frozen up again, so let's just get out of here uh we'll see you next time
1: <laughs> maybe I might be frozen forever <laughs> I mean I,
0: I'm waving for the both of us at this point ciao
1: <laughs> goodbye <laughs>